Well. Yeah, because I think we. I'll, I'll. I will explain the Birdo connection. Because then, mm-hmm. but then, but then after this, we never explain it again. You heard it once. I'm not going to say it again. Who are you quoting? <laughs> you no, quote? nobody. Did John Romero say that? <laughs> Did, was that that was a really good John Romero? <laughs> Sounds nothing like him. I said it once. I'm not going to say it. Again. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. Suck it down. Suck it down. <laughs> That's trademarked, Evan. You can't say that. <laughs> Stop saying that. We're going to be sued. Do you think it's still trademarked? Do trademarks expire? Do I they th- run out? I mean, I have to imagine they do it. They do at some point, right? I guess everything runs out, doesn't it? Copyright ends. So, what is trademark? Actually, Evan, quick question: What is trademark? Can you explain that to me really quick? Uh. Unlike patents and copyrights, trademarks do not expire after a set period of time. Jesus. They will persist so long as the owner owner continues to use the trademark. Oh, okay. Well, then. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Then it <laughs> expires. Yeah. But yeah, but it's like, as long as yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. No set amount of time. As long as like you're like, yeah. you're still saying like use the force. As long as you're still <laughs> sucking it down. Yeah. It's still your trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't really know. I I think it's that like if someone else uses it like officially, like in like advertising or something, you can like get them mm. to stop. Yeah, okay. But this is unofficial. Yeah. Yeah, this is unofficial. There's we're, nothing. We're basically advertising for Daikatana, so like that, yeah. Honestly, this is official. And we're, we're, well, <laughs> don't say that. Now John Romero's gonna come after <laughs> us with his own personal Daikatana. Uh, his is level five. <laughs> Tim, do you want to? Uh, who would you guess? Who would you guess now owns the trademark for "Suck It Down"? Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, I know who it is. It's is it Todd? <laughs> That'd be really funny. That would that that's. It'd be really funny if it was John Carmack. That would no. That would just be just. I think he deserves that. <laughs> that'd be like. That'd be cruel. No, it's a. Uh, is this like you say like the company? It's a vacuum cleaner company. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it down. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the name of the company? Does it say like Tyson Vacuums is going to make you its bitch? Suck <laughs> it down. Uh, that's what I was looking for. I didn't see the name of the company. I'm not sure if Nemi is the name of the. But any regardless, is that the Birdo connection? Actually, oh my god, Devin, <laughs> that was I that. I just watched you do like a triple backflip and land <laughs> gracefully upon your feet. And I didn't even, the thing is, I didn't even know you were doing a triple backflip until you landed. That's how it works, baby. <laughs> that's, uh, not, that's not normally how it works. <laughs> Usually you can tell when people are doing triple backflips, in my experience. Uh, it was registered. Wait. Yeah, it's to Nemi. I don't know. Nemi. It's a company in Minnesota. Suck it down, Nemi. Suck it down, Nemi. I mean, do people still use that 
in any sort of um did people use it back then that's what i want to know I, theoretically like, i don't think so <laughs> suck it down just he just that was just divine inspiration i mean like i'm sure people have said it i don't know that it was like a common turn of phrase Man, you weren't in the quake death matches you don't know <laughs> people were saying stuff like that people were sucking it down on the daily <laughs> Well, no, Tim. I, I know people were sucking it down. <laughs> were they admitting? Were they it, saying it? <laughs> it was only about request. Yeah. Yeah. We should start saying that. We should go into next time we play Fortnite. We yeah. should. Did we say this is? Did we say welcome to Gameography? Welcome to Gameography, <laughs> the podcast about games and the uh, people who suck it down. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what, Tim? Well, actually, I was. Yeah. Wait, no, sorry, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, we just covered a Birdo connection. That's okay. That is what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, is, please. I was, I, we almost, if you hadn't have said that, we might have mm-hmm. not. It would, yeah. I kind of like the idea that I, it starts out, mm-hmm. the first thing you hear <laughs> is you say, okay, I'm going to explain the Birdo connection. But then, then we never The did. world happens, man. Yeah. This is just the world happening right now. We don't yeah. have, the, there's world happening everywhere around us. We don't have time to explain any Birdos. Tell me about it. We don't have time to explain the Birdetta connection. Mm-hmm. so are you going to or um no <laughs> okay no well there's there's plenty of birdo connections yeah. honestly to come so mm-hmm. in this episode there honestly are yeah full of birdo connections uh but yeah we're talking about john romero's daikatana again daikatuna because it's the second time too <laughs> i didn't mean to say tuna in that. yeah uh it's but delicious. yeah go back and listen to the last episode if you this is somehow your first episode. Well, I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah. Last time, last sure. time was I, I. We haven't. I haven't heard this podcast that we're recording yeah. yet, so I don't know. But I think the other one might have been better. And, <laughs> well, I don't know. But it was. Um, that I was. Mean, you should I, come I've, back and listen to this one after you listen to that one. Is what I'm saying. I don't know that we need to tell them to do that. I think we do. They, they, it, we're about to tell them how much we hate those fucking because frogs. That's. <laughs> it's like they don't need to know the the grand mythos of John Romero to. I think it adds. I think it definitely adds something. That might be true. Also, I mean, just that story is yeah, so it's just a good, deeply riveting. <laughs> it's like, just a good episode. So it's like the just. I'm just yeah. telling you, like you should listen to that episode. Yeah, maybe you know if like, you, you really feel like you need to hear where this goes first, do yeah. it. But make sure you go back. Yeah, yeah. And you know, also, I'd recommend either reading Masters of Doom or listening to the other episodes mm-hmm. um, where we talk about the story of it because it's it's like. I can't believe this is the Todd Howard season. Like in retrospect, that was kind of stupid because it's yeah. like no honestly, story deserves a gameography more than its software. Yeah, I honestly feel like we are doing like by the time we're through with this, we'll have done like three seasons. Yeah, because like we did like a whole season that's now like be- behind us, where it was like like the really old PC games. Yeah, yeah, and then like. We did like a whole season essentially on like id software and John Romero. Yeah, it was just, and then we're gonna do a whole another season essentially yeah. with Todd. And I, like, I, I would also say there's borderline another season. Yeah, no, there's not in um, <laughs> Shock, the Shock series. Oh, where oh like, yes, yes. You know, like if yes. we if we end up doing uh, yeah. uh, Bioshock, then it's like that's a very interesting. Like, I mean, yeah, we based it on that with uh, Ultima, then mm-hmm. into um, the War Inspector, and who's the other guy? Who made uh, System Shock 2? Oh, Ken Levine. There we go, yeah. yeah. The two of them is like... Mm-hmm. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. We should we should do one Bioshock. 
We could we could do one Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, let's do Bioshock two. Just just <laughs> one Bioshock two. Skip skip to that one. Is Someone that one haven't played so. You haven't played that. Mm-mm. Hmm. It's it's made by like a different group of people than the other Bioshocks. So. Well, then that would fit perfectly in talking about <laughs> Kendall Levine. <laughs> Devin, did you forget what the premise of the show is? No, but. Well, I I'd say like collectively we have. <laughs> yeah, we haven't actually mentioned it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's a season or two. It's it's been around, but I think it's just the realities of like of what we the games we've been trying to do this season, yeah. and just like kind of games in general does not fit nicely within <laughs> that like i mean it's like yeah. the like auteur like like theory doesn't necessarily fit that well into like video games a lot of times <laughs> i feel like it fits a lot better or like it it works at least from like in a lot of cases it seems like it makes more sense when you're looking at like japanese Mm, yeah that definitely seems like there's true. a lot of japanese creators who like will just like stick to like one like kind of series or it's like they they will just continue continue to like make games yeah whereas like a lot of times i feel like it's just a lot more all over the place here yeah. <laughs> and like yeah really it's it's interesting because like there's so many great american games that like like a lot of the games we've talked about in here, which like was made by some person who you never ever hear about again, but then the game lives on forever. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, well, it's like they did keep making st- stuff in some cases, but yeah. it's not like like the the premise of the show requires someone of like Miyamoto status. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like maybe not all of their games are like ten out of tens, but it's yeah. like they're all worth like talking about, and they're all like under a distinct kind of like uh-huh. lineage of yeah. this art artist's creations. Whereas uh-huh. like there's a lot of uh, games, especially cause like game studios kind of take the place of like an auteur or like a, mm-hmm. an, like a one person you could associate where it's like, this game is made by um, whatever company I'm trying to think. There's like um, companies in, in like the uh, Nintendo sort of like umbrella that maybe make like one or two really notable games. And, and then mm-hmm. they make like, 20 mario golf games or something and it's like (laughs) there's no fingerprint of the original person right yeah 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 and like the other on the other hand there's people like john romero Mm. where it's like even with him like he he's made so many other games that we're not talking about and not going to Mm. (laughs) like he didn't stop making games after daikatana it's not like he like got out of the business Hmm. he like went and (laughs) <laughs> he literally did like the same thing as like after leaving id he like was like hey <laughs> hey tom do you want to go start another company and they went and started a mobile what what a mobile company which is like again like he's like he is like kind of a visionary <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's like he's always like a little bit like he's a little bit off like that's uh, yeah that's it's like a- it's like you were too early <laughs> It's like you were trying to make a mobile company in like 
2001. It's oh like, my God, what? Like how he did, how did, he correctly like saw that like that was like the future, but like he just didn't. He's like <laughs> he 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 has an absolute stroke of genius, especially just for games. And like I think he's just a poor um, executioner. A <laughs> poor mm. like he doesn't execute things. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. like every it's just everything kind of turns to shit. And I think part of it is because he just seems like a deeply unstable, mm-hmm. like a uh, kind of ego maniacal weirdo mm-hmm. who's yeah. just like hiring faint like esports mm-hmm. video game girlfriends. But he and, did. Like, he did. So she stayed on as part oh, of nice. as part of that. Nice. Should company. do a series uh, <laughs> a season on her. But like they. I think he correctly, like, surmised that, like, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> like, because that company, it was, like, it was, again, it was, like, four people or whatever. It was, oh, like, okay. and it was, like, it was, like, just them making, like, a game together. Huh. And he was, like, that it was better. much better because it was just, like, yeah. what he enjoys, I think, is, like, the actual making of the game Mm. not the like managing people and stuff i think that's like also yeah. part of where the problem came in yeah it's like if you're it's like a very different thing it's like yeah he had like the the vision for the game and stuff but it like it wasn't him actually making daikatana you know what i mean like yeah it was like approving stuff and like you know telling people what to do and like that kind of thing but like it's not like it was him like with his previous games where it was like, he yeah. would be literally like coding stuff and like, yeah. So, yeah. And you know, that, that really is just to speak again about gamography in general and, and like being, it's like, that is why it is partially so hard to pin down any one person mm-hmm. responsible for anything. Cause just video games, especially post mm-hmm. like 1999 or 1997 or whatever, when they start getting I'd more say and like more post 1990, <laughs> like oh, in the eighties okay. you still have people like, just like 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 ultima like richard garriott like he just like literally did everything mm. like he programmed like the sound effects mm. and every, like wrote the game and everything himself but then like we we talked about this with um wasteland where it's like that was like similar similar to like it was like a revolutionary idea when miyamoto was just like like gonna be like a game designer and like he yeah, wasn't actually gonna like yeah. make the game uh like technically like you know yeah. do anything with the game is like they had like game designers for that game mm-hmm. that like did the writing and like planned out yeah. like the like laid out the world and stuff but they didn't actually like program it mm-hmm. and like that was like kind of crazy at the time and that was like 1988 or whatever it was yeah so god it's so funny to have this medium that's like especially in the early days where it's like it is you're like anything you're creating like mm-hmm. a little visual piece of art but then you have to have the most intense technical knowledge mm-hmm. to program and especially back then when it's like a very niche set of skills to yeah. have to like make a game like that yeah and so it's like those two skill sets don't always coincide within one person mm-hmm. but we've seen that wrap around again with like indie games yeah where it's like once again you have people yeah i was thinking literally about- like doing like the art and music. Yeah. When, when you said the uh, Ultima, <laughs> I was thinking of the Stardew Valley guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like the Hollow Knight guys. Yeah. That's another like, great one. Yeah. I don't like, they didn't make the music, right? They're like, I don't think. Yeah. But, like they, but I mean, it's one dude who made all the music as far as right, I know. Right, right. I like, think his name is Christopher Larkin. 
Is that right? I don't know. Is that who it is? But like they like famously, it's like they've designed the game together, and one of them's programmer, and one of them's like the artist, right? Yeah, on the yeah, basically, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, is it Ari Gibson? I feel like that's I don't one know of his names. names. We we yeah. we did an episode on, I know. on them. You can go back and listen to it. Yeah, you, just if you're curious. If you want. That was a good episode. <laughs> Tim, you alluded to this last episode. You said that because this Daikatana is famously like considered like a bad game or like yeah. one of the worst games ever made. Yeah. But you you alluded to the fact that you thought it was not, yeah. You know, well, okay, entirely bad. First off, I want to be transparent about the fact I did I played probably the least of this game I've played of any game. Did you? Okay, here I did, did you, you did you get far into it? <laughs> um, I got through I want to say three levels. Okay, because I saw you had played like a couple hours on Steam, but I don't know if you just like left it running or something. I don't know. I. Or if you actually played that long? I think I actually played that long. I don't know how long it was, oh, but okay, so how long, I didn't how far get, did you get that far. I think, oh God. So it's the first level is the frog. Second level is like when you get inside the stuff. Yeah. And then I think I beat that and gotten maybe to the third level, but then didn't do much of it. Uh-huh. Very descriptive. Where do you... Where do you <laughs> inside the stuff. <laughs> you're inside a building or something. It's yeah. You're not like, quite the sewers, I think, or almost, where all the people are running around screaming. When mm-hmm. do you get the Daikatana? Is that, is that level two? No, no, no. I, I didn't get the Daikatana. Okay, then yeah, I didn't either, which no, is hilarious. I th- that's like level, I don't know, six or something maybe. Jeez, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because once you get the Daikatana, then you time travel, I believe. Yeah. And you go sense. to like ancient Greece or whatever, yeah. whatever the next one is. Yeah, man. And so... Well, that's, you know, I I would describe, okay, okay. My, my, my thought in playing that first mm-hmm. level is I played probably like 10, 20 minutes of it, and yeah. I was like, this is exactly what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. This is the worst game. Yeah. It's just terrible. Describe what the first level is, because you know, it's, it's very, in, like, I've also heard it described as like, it is like the worst part of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's I saw that yeah. in a video, and it's yeah. like, that, I mean, it's like, all of Daikatana seems like it's a lot of really good ideas. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying about uh, <laughs> what's his face. Yeah. It's just like um, they he just they just did it so poorly. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's an awesome premise, and like once you get into it, I think there is some fun. I there was parts where I was like, I'm kind of enjoying this more than I ever enjoyed Quake, frankly, mm. um, which I just didn't like. And the the fact that you then are like time traveling and seeing real locations is so cool a novel <laughs> like yeah um you know it's like deus ex we were saying was like yeah. very original in doing that at the time mm-hmm. and so it's like they're also doing the same thing they get partial credit for that i think uh yeah but just like classic real world location of mishima <laughs> laboratories or whatever <laughs> the yeah, listen, with, at the beginning it's not. mechanical frogs yeah <laughs> But yeah, so the 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 game starts out with an impossibly long cutscene. <laughs> it's inc- it's honestly incredible. Like it, I don't. Did, Tim, did you watch all the cutscenes in the game? No, no, I didn't. Okay, it is. There's a there's a YouTube video that's like all all the cutscenes. Oh, the I opening cutscene is half of it. 
what <laughs> literally half of the cutscenes in the entire game are when you press play it's like oh, it's crazy but it's just, like it does kind of get you hyped up <laughs> yeah like and i mean it it does like it's so silly yeah like i was like i was prepared to be like people say this game is bad but this this game's kind of fun actually but then i started playing it <laughs> yeah because like yeah the opening is like um it's like future japan in kyoto mm. and it's like they <laughs> much like the, the deus ex people they clearly just watch the matrix and we're like <laughs> we're gonna do that <laughs> and it's like this this white guy <laughs> yeah who's for some Jesus. reason japanese brutal <laughs> Brutal connection coming up. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, like swinging a, a sword around and like the most intense like camera angles you can imagine. <laughs> just like camera, like the camera will just like swoop down mm-hmm. and then another swoop and then a third swoop. It's just like Bold never ending for like two minutes. <laughs> never ending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like this this old guy shows up. Yeah. And is like gives the whole backstory of like there's your ancestor made the daikatana it's like the greatest weapon of all time let me just explain the whole premise of this game (laughs) yeah really quick and like but the guy he made it for was evil and like betrayed him and something like that and then and they threw it in a volcano yeah but then somehow he got it back like his ancestors got it back and now he's using it to like change reality yeah and that's a really cool when (laughs) Like, to kind of just drop that, like, oh, this is maybe, like, not a, a fictional universe, or I guess it is fiction, but it's, like, this, like, reality yeah. isn't, like, saying mm-hmm. this is what, like, Japan could become. This mm-hmm. is, like, the twisted, like, fucked up time travel of uh, Biff, essentially, from yeah, Back yeah. to the Future when he gets the sports book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's, like, you have to help get the Daikatana back and stop him. That's yeah. basically the premise for the game. Yeah. And then that guy dies. Yeah. Uh and you get <laughs> and then the then the the weirdest logic of it all where he's yeah. like they're going to come for my body mm-hmm. <laughs> he need, you need to sneak away in the coffin somehow uh-huh hide in my coffin and then they're going to throw you away <laughs> cuz they don't like i guess he just knows like they don't they're not going to bury him yeah they're just going to yeah. throw him into like a giant sewer well i thought that the like car crashes kind of right Oh, Wasn't is that accident? what it is? Maybe I'm misremembering. Or maybe I just misunderstood. Maybe. maybe. Hold on. I have I have the video up. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is Birdo Connection number two. Oh, yeah. So ninjas show up and kill him. There is nothing you can do for me here. But find my daughter and the Daikatana. I can't just say nothing. When the death collectors come to get my body, steal away inside the coffin. It will get you inside Mishima's fortress. The rest is up to you. But yeah, see, because he thinks yeah. he's gonna get into the fortress, and they accidentally drop him. Into yeah, the, yeah. I think, I think, zone. yes, you're right. Because one of, I think it's, I think it is like the third. Or fourth level, I think it's the fourth level, is the crematorium. Oh, okay. So I think yeah. that's what, maybe where he thought yeah. maybe you were going to go. 
But anyway. I also want to point out um, something that I, I saw a few people like make fun of online, but naming your like vaguely Japanese main <laughs> character Hero, uh-huh. that's, a, that's awesome. That's great. Miyamoto. Hero Miyamoto too, which is the brew connection. And it's but it's just any yeah, like it's like hero clear, sounds like, it sounds like a normal Japanese name, but you've named your hero hero. Uh-huh. That's so stupid. It's, it's the so same great. thing that uh Big Hero Six does. Do you know that? Oh really? The, that movie? Yeah. Yeah, like the main character's name is Hero. They stole that. They stole it from John. John Romero. <laughs> He talked like in interviews. He talked about like he was very eager to bring up that he named him after Miyamoto. After <laughs> oh, really, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Brodo connection. But uh, yeah, then you start playing, and uh, I <laughs> and then the problems start. Yeah, I immediately was like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when I when I got to level three, like. I restarted on easy difficulty and that made the game like bearable. Mm. And I, that's when I got to like the, through the first like three levels or whatever. Yeah. Cause it was like, Oh, this is actually like not good. Like this isn't, I wouldn't say this is a good game, but it's like, it's playable now. Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah. like, so you start in this swamp area that you were talking about and the enemies are little flies. Mm hmm and frogs and then eventually crocodiles yeah. and the problem is they're so fucking tiny oh yeah the aiming at them is so obnoxious yeah and, and they like, can get lost in in the because it's also you're in a green environment shooting mm-hmm. green bullets at green enemies and so it's like sometimes i'm just shooting everywhere and the, yeah. i just cannot hit the fucking frog if i'm uh-huh. like underwater or whatever yeah and also it's like they i just feel like everything is is so bad in this first level. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like he and hearing him talk about it it kind of makes sense cuz he he talked about he wanted to make an expert level first person shooter is what he said. Hmm. Like and that he realizes this was like an interview like 10 years later that he realizes that that was a mistake that like like he wanted to make a game that would be challenging for him. Okay. But he was like obviously like that like normal people yeah. <laughs> weren't going to like that. <laughs> and it's like, bro, that's what difficulty options are for. Like you could have yeah. just made like a really like, like, like you could have made like, um, like easy, normal, hard, like John Romero. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, and like, then exactly. it would be like, Oh, this is cool. That's this a, is that, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you just, you just didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that's so. Literally, as you were saying that, I was thinking like, why didn't he just make Romero mode? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that would have yeah. that would have even if that's just hard difficulty, mm-hmm. that would have been a funny little thing yeah. and very useful. But like the problem is, it's like it's not just that like the enemies do a lot of damage or anything. It's that like mm-hmm. it feels like he. I don't know. It's like I think it, it it leans into that of like wanting to make it like a hard game of making all the enemies like small and hard to hit. But mm-hmm. it's like. It's like what made like Doom so like fun is just like the enemies are like they're not hard to hit. Yeah. It's like they're just but they're like they're just like coming from all over the place and yeah. like it's having to like manage them and like know like which like you know direction you need to go to like get away from them and mm-hmm. like you know like fighting in like circular rooms and stuff. Yeah. It's not like literally like 
fighting to try and like find them on the screen yeah exactly especially because like there's all this water in this level and like the frogs will be underwater and you just can't see them yep exactly and if i don't know if it's honestly i don't know if it happens in the first part where you're kind of like knee deep in water but when you go underwater the Uh stupid fucking ion gun Which I do like that they named after their company. That, <laughs> when I realized it later, but it's that was a fun. It's a bad weapon. It's horrible. The bullets bounce everywhere. They can hit you, and if you're underwater, it, it doesn't go anywhere and it damages you. Yeah. It's like and like th- yeah, and there's no explanation for that. So yeah. like you're just gonna die a bunch of times without realizing. It. At mm-hmm. least that's what happened to me. I was like, I was like, it was far away. How did it hit me? And yeah. then eventually I realized like, oh, but it's like why, yeah. why, why, why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> And like why it's not like like a gun that like the bullets bounce mm-hmm. around is like not a bad idea, but it's like don't make that the first weapon yeah. where it's like that's your only weapon. Yeah. That's so don't, bad. That shouldn't be the default basic weapon. Yeah. Like, exactly. That should be a kooky thing. Yeah. 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 Although, you know, what you're saying about the uh not being told things, uh, a thought that I had was like this is um there's truly what I could only describe as a souls like quality to it. Where it it <laughs> I feels like they're like, fuck you. Like, watch, you're gonna die. Watch this. Cause it's you know, I, I Yeah, had, but that's the, yeah. When you when you come up on the first turret, it pops up and kills you immediately. There's n- almost no indication what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then you look it up and you have to shoot the like yeah. the like control panel. And then there's that big red door. So you you fight the boss to cut forward. You fight the boss, you beat it, there's a big red door, you walk through it, you die immediately. Yeah, you're not supposed to walk through it. I know. And it's like, <laughs> n- none of these things are even yeah. remotely hinted at. And it's kind yeah. of like... The problem is, it's not... It doesn't have the design of a Souls game. Like, the Souls games are designed to have, like, moments of, like, aha. Oh, but interesting. Like, you're not actually, <laughs> like... M- most of the time, you're not actually, like punished that much but like the problem is with this game is like especially (laughs) the way it was originally designed you have limited saves like you have to pick up an item that lets you save Mm -hmm. and the save and like load times are so bad oh and (laughs) my first note and the Uh the opinion i have the most strongly of anything about this game (laughs) is how on earth did they hear that loading sound (laughs) and not and not Take it out. It's yeah. it, it literally was giving me a headache when I first listened to it. I, it was like painful every wow. time. That part, it was like, this is literally punishing me. Yeah. And apparently it, uh, <laughs> there's like a kind of design flaw where it, the net, on, if you can run it on like a really strong PC now and the game will take like exactly as long as it takes to play the sound every time, yeah. even if it loads in one second. Like, oh yeah, no, it still took forever for me to yeah, load. Yeah, like it's it's just so poorly designed. Yeah, and there's no quick save, which makes mm, sense in the yeah. sense that they designed it to yeah. not have that. But they've they did later patch in like unlimited saves. Mm-hmm. And that when I turned on unlimited saves, that was for me your easy moment where I was like, oh, now I can play this. If the I can just, I had unlimited saves from the beginning. That's insane. Yeah, but like the thing is like. The enemies, I don't know. I just found them so annoying and hard yep. to hit. Yep. And like the the flies poison you. Yeah. And it's like cool. I'm poisoned. Yeah. That's that's it. Like. Yeah. And like I I wasn't expect. I think the the thing with me is I wasn't expecting it to be. So, hard from the beginning. So like I played for a bit and like lost half my health and then I saved. 
and then it was like impossible to get through the next section yeah because yeah. again i didn't know how to kill that turret so i was trying to run past it oh like, yeah that would leave me with like three health and then there was like the alligators and stuff that would It's also like I feel the that the graphics and music and like sound effects and stuff are all like not good either. Like I would definitely <laughs> agree with that, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's all like there's not like one of the pieces is actually good. <laughs> it's, like, it's all just bad. And like the level yeah. design, it's like mm. it's like John, you did this. Like like in Doom, like, yes, it's kind of silly, but, like, there was a reason that, like, you had the doors be, like, big red door, big blue mm -hmm. door, big yellow door, and then, like, yellow key. Blue was, like, yeah. immediately understandable, whereas this was, like, you got a key, and then it was, like, there's... I don't remember if it's a second or a third level, but, like, you get a key, and then it shows a cutscene of a door opening. Yep. You know what I'm talking yep. about? And it's, yep. like... That looks like every other door yep, that, in the game. <laughs> I, that was one of my notes because um, I think I think that exact same thing happens in Donkey Kong sixty four, mm -hmm. a famously Daikatana esque. <laughs> it's a, that's a Daikatana like game actually, <laughs> and that it's game's not bad. Yeah, I no, mean, it's it, uh, but it that it, I, I'm sure it's in other games too. That idea of you, it's the cut to a door opening yeah. with no if. Yeah. And there's even a moment in the second level where it's in the room you're in. And it's like, <laughs> yes, it's if like right you, in front of you just move the camera over to it instead uh -huh. of cutting, yeah. you've now perfectly communicated to us where mm -hmm. to go. Yeah. And instead it's like, okay, I that gives me zero information. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so. um, I I found it so frustrating that when you beat that first boss, it doesn't open the door right in front of you. It opens a random door like down a little corridor that you might not have even seen. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it gave a little cutaway to it that time. No, it doesn't. Because I, I was just so confused. I thought I literally remember texting you. I thought it was a glitch. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's strange. Yeah. No, it like he was making a game for like himself and people who had like played Doom and Quake to Death. Yeah, that makes where sense. Where it was like. Because, like, the secrets and stuff were, like, a big part in that game, but it's, like, mm. in those games, but it's, like, they were, they were never, like, required. And, like, yeah, it was always, except for, like, some levels here and there, it was always pretty obvious where you were supposed to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they never, like, had that issue. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, and it was never um, a, it's seeming, a seemingly intentional design choice mm -hmm. for things to be difficult to find. It was just yeah. a few mistakes here yeah. and there were in Doom. It's like you don't quite figure it out easily, but it's, yeah. yeah. John, what, what what did you say? You're like, why did you do that? That's, that's <laughs> kind of what I found myself thinking a lot. Yeah. And, and I don't know if, like, I feel like Deus Ex had directional sound. Hmm. And I, but this game doesn't. Oh god. And like that makes those the flies so annoying oh, because like you're right. You have yeah. no idea where they're coming from. And yeah. <laughs> and it's not just that there's no direction, there's no like distance. They're always the same volume regardless yeah. of how far away they are from you. <laughs> so it always feels like they're right next to you, but you can be oh, looking around god. like and they're just like they could not even be in sight. 
That's so funny. And you still hear them. And it's like, for me, that was like my loading game sound. Like, that was driving <laughs> me insane. Like, <laughs> that's so, yeah, I had that problem where I, every time there was one, I couldn't tell where it was, but I never piece together that like i'm probably just so used to other yeah. like modern games like telling you through the yeah the spatial sound it's like yeah. that's so seemingly obvious i guess yeah. I, if it's not a technology people are using it but still john another thing we didn't get to but that was like one of the big like that was like the big innovation and like one of the big selling points for the game was that you were going to have like uh, AI companions with you. Oh, that was one of the selling points. That was like his like big idea. That's hilarious because that <laughs> is by far the number one thing I hear people complain about yeah. and describe as like mm-hmm. unforgivably bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> like game yeah. ruiningly bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get... Uh, in level four, I think you get uh, your first sidekick, Superfly Johnson. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then at some point later, you get Mikiko. That's the daughter, right? The daughter of the yeah. guy, yeah, who dies at the beginning. Yeah, that we heard. Um, and yeah, I can't. I guess neither of us can really speak to it on a personal level, but like the the complaint is that like the AI is just really bad, and like they'll like. Because, like, if they die, you lose. That, like, them... Oh, wow. Know, like, like, they can just, like, go and, like, kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> get, like, stuck... uh, Like, <laughs> get stuck, like, under a door as it's closing and die and stuff mm, like that. Yeah. And so when John... When Romero was talking about it, he was like, yes, like, the technology wasn't there. <laughs> like... <laughs> But, like, he still, like, defends it as, like, the idea and, like, his, because, and he was, like, the problem is, is that, like, you have to learn how to, like, use them is what he said. Like, Mm. I guess you can give them, like, commands. Okay. Like, stay here and, like, and, like, you know, attack over here, something like that. But also he talked about how he wanted to make, and this just seems wildly overambitious, but, like, he wanted to make like player companions that like were as like agile and like capable as human players Mm. that were like that were like doing stuff because he like he talked about how um like a a game that came out like the same time basically was uh was it like socom on some one of those games where it's like you're it's like a military squad um and like but he talked about how like you can only give like like everyone walks slowly Hmm. and like uh, there's no like jumping and there's no real like dynamic movement it's like you like tell you like go open that door or like go like okay go over there but it's like that's kind of the extent of it and like he wanted companions that were like jumping around and like like using their weapons like in crazy ways and stuff like like people did in deathmatch yeah and it's like that would be cool but it's like i don't think any games have even successfully done that now like yeah <laughs> so like i yeah it's hard to imagine yeah even, like anyone pulling that off but especially like them at the yeah. time <laughs> yeah 
it just seems but and also it's like i feel like you should have just made it like i feel like you should have just made it like a co-op oh yeah that would have been great yeah because it's like then you would have been able to have that but i think you really i I don't know Mm. his his uh favorite game of all time is um chrono trigger Hmm. on the super nintendo and like clearly daikatana is heavily inspired by that (laughs) because that's also a time travel game yeah and like he i think he really like he wanted to replicate that like having like a party Mm. and like an rpg yeah in a first person shooter but it just didn't it just didn't work that's a nice idea and i could see why you'd want to do that and if Mm -hmm. if you could execute that well to be fun but i mean honestly this maybe this is a burdo connection actually um Mm -hmm. you know even now like one of the one of my most distinct um ai companion memories is every time i've ever played a fallout game Uh in particular (laughs) fallout 4 yeah i remember there was this one level where dog meat stood in front of a door that i needed to get into and i for i I remember half an hour spending trying to kill him Mm -hmm. trying to get him to move anything and it's like i find that in all the bethesda games the companions are so like poorly executed in terms of their uh ai that i never ever use them yeah and that's exactly how it's like everything you're describing about these ais is how they all act in bethesda games so yeah i don't know that we're ever gonna have the technology for that to not be a just absolute pain in the ass yeah well like there are games that have companions that work but like they're much more like restrictive yeah as to like what they do and like when they do it and stuff but yeah i think it's always going to be like a bit of a struggle yeah like if we hopefully one day we do the uh the uh shadow of the colossus guy oh yeah and do um well, that's a well that's a pretty good example uh, of uh romero style companions what what's the name what's the name of the game eco or no oh, the uh i think the character might no not, that's not, the other game eco. Uh, no no i thought that the was last the, guardian yeah i was thinking that was the name of the bird yeah. guy. i mean the eco is also you you have a companion oh interesting it's mm. like it's the girl but uh yeah yeah but bird cat um yeah. is like one of the most famously bad badly programmed companions i feel like of all time right yeah well it's controversial i mean every video like there's a lot of people who like it i think interesting i've just every video i've ever seen is people playing the game and like just the the it won't do what it's supposed to do no matter what you do hmm. yeah yeah i mean i've heard it's like frustrating but like that also seems like it was partially the idea so yeah exactly yeah because like you're working with like an animal not like yeah, a exactly, human yeah uh but yeah that's yeah i guess it's unfortunate that like the worst part of the game is the beginning (laughs) and i think that they like you talked about that also being like a mistake i think but like yeah i don't know that like it it would have been drastically different if like that wasn't the beginning of the game it seems like it was just kind of flawed yeah and also it's just like I wouldn't say games had like moved on by 2000 by mm. any means, but it's like mm. they were getting there. It's like that style of first, like 2001 is Halo. Oh, wow. And yeah. It's like, they so, like games were in a, were, were, and it's like also, it's like, again, you could compare it to Deus Ex. And it's like 
games were moving on in a way from this style of even yeah. if it was like yeah. firing all cylinders mm-hmm. it's like hard to imagine it would have been like as successful as doom either. yeah definitely god that is so funny it, it really paints a picture of the history of uh, first person shooters where like you have the biggest hype of the up up to this game that is the like the the child of the people who started the genre or one of the guys and then mm-hmm. And then it crashes and burns and Halo comes and kind of brings in the new era of uh, first-person shooters. First-person shooters, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say it stuck, it stuck around, but then, like, Call of Duty 4 happens, and then it's, like, really oh, dead. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's, like... And then even, like, Halo is almost dead at that point. Like, Halo, like Halo has not been the same. Like, well, yeah. It hasn't been, like, you know the like big thing no, since like Halo obviously 3. yeah yeah so but i do i i really i, I feel like the god i mean think Devin. we played halo just like you know a few months ago i don't know <laughs> like how a year ago. yeah <laughs> a few, like 12 months ago so yeah and um like that game feels like uh-huh. a 10 years newer than daikatana <laughs> like yeah. The just yes. like the aiming, the the like the, I mean, the, the animations. AI. Yeah, the AI. About, like companions. Like you have like other dudes running around with you on the That's levels. true. Those are honestly those have got to be some of the better companions. Yeah. Like, and also like the enemy AI is really good in those yeah, games. Yeah. Like, and it all just feels so fluid and like good in a way that no no uh John Carmack or Romero shoot first person shoot, first person shooter really does for me. Mm-hmm. Like like honestly, I as I was playing Daikatana, one of the thoughts I had was like, I really hate Quake. Like <laughs> I just don't. I hate like this the 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 3D of those two games, Daikatana mm-hmm. and Quake, and I just don't like the the feeling of the enemies and the shooting or something. Like it, it feels just wrong because it's like maybe it's because it's the physics of Doom but put into 3D or something. I don't even know. It just doesn't feel right to me in a way that Halo definitely does feel right. Mm-hmm. It's probably, yeah, it's probably a, th- a factor of like what you were, like what kinds of things you were, you experienced first. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I, I just think it speaks to the like, like not, not totally on the surface, but like very fundamental difference between mm-hmm. Halo and the Daikatana mm-hmm. and kind of all the games post Halo and pre Halo. My my only other real note is, <laughs> so I wrote a bunch of notes as the like uh, opening cutscene was playing because I was like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is crazy, <laughs> and I wrote Miyamoto-san <laughs> in, <laughs> with like exclamation marks, um, and then I wrote, why do both of the Ion Storm games have bad Asian accents? And Dim, are you ready for this? It's the same voice actor. You ready for this Birdo connection? Devin, you had that big of a Birdo connection. You were sitting on it the whole time. And, okay, it's not, so it's, uh, <laughs> no. so in Deus Ex, it's, tr- it's Tracer Tong. It's that, it's the guy who did that voice actor, or it's the voice actor of that, that character. And in this game, he is every single Asian character. And, of course, he's white. <laughs> Oh my god, they're like, he just, he switched the L's and R's so well in Deus Ex, we gave him every Asian character role we could. And, like, the problem is, like, they literally all sound the same. Like, it's, like, the bad guy, and, like, the guy at the beginning who dies, and, like, uh, the, like, 
ghost of like your ancestor or whatever. Oh my god! And then of course, like you you heard in the clip, but like the main character just has like yeah. white guy white guy like nineties character voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta stop them. Um. Yeah. It's also just like the story is just seems like very racist. So, <laughs> like, how so? Well, I mean, and just the fact that like the main character is supposed to be Japanese, but it's clearly like it looks and sounds like a white guy. But then, and yeah. then like yeah. all of the bad guys are Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, that's true. so uh, that's true. So Mikiko is like the the second um, like companion character, and she betrays you at the end of the game. Oh, and is actually like evil. So really. Literally, like, yeah, just all of the Asian characters are bad. That's, wow, that's pretty <laughs> damning. That's pretty, like, yeah. John, John, what, in in the in the 20 years of development of this game, what were they thinking about, <laughs> if not all these things? Like, I, I, I don't think they were thinking about much, is the thing. <laughs> he, uh, John also, in, in his plan file, he also posted a review of uh, Starship Troopers. Hmm the movie uh and it was just like this movie rocks like it's not about anything it's just about like hardcore action and it's like oh boy like he's like this is like this is like if doom was made into a movie it would be this is basically what he was saying and it was like oh boy oh my god <laughs> so yeah there wasn't a lot like that's to to to, to so specifically say this this movie's not about anything <laughs> like yeah well I don't think he said exactly that, but he was like, he was like, there isn't really a plot. Is like what he says. It's like, wow. uh. and this is the guy <laughs> making, yeah, the most important first-person shooter of all time in his own head. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, he's a uh, per um, RomeroGames.com. They're hiring to make a new first-person shooter. Really? Yes, that's so. awesome. I I would love to see. Yeah, I would makes be now. interested to see what it is. Um, I really believe that in his convoluted delusional head, there is a genius game design. <laughs> like, I'd love to see that person come out. It's a new dawn for Romero Games where we're 100% focused on first-person shooters, the foundation that built our careers, our studio, and, our, and a genre. Our current project is an all-new FPS with an original new IP. The Romero, Romero Games is working with a major publisher using state-of-the-art technology, Unreal Engine 5. So, yeah. Well. It's, uh, we'll see. Congrats, John. You know, best of luck to you. Yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, have a new, <laughs> a new episode in, like, five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whenever <laughs> it finally gets made. Yeah. Because I think this is, like, I mean, I presume this is just... I don't know exactly when this would... There's no date on it, but, like, it has to be in the last, like, six months of oh, this. Oh, yeah. And I, I've heard before that uh, game companies will often first announce a game like that just right. to entice to uh, developers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the game's probably not even, like, in yeah. the beginning stages. Yeah. And also, like, Unreal Engine 5 came out, like, last year. Like, so mm. it couldn't have been... <laughs> And I mean, like the idea could be around, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's had like ideas. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> he must have. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, 
that's like done. Do you have anything else to say about it? It's just, it's a great story. It's, it's that's like a very historically significant game. <laughs> I look forward to seeing the uh, Stranger Things guy <laughs> uh, play John Romero. Oh, in the, make, the making of Ducktales. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that's actually gonna have, like come out? Oh, I mean, it has to. I mean that because that because that was that was like a year that we ago that we talked about yeah. that being in development. I, I'd assume they're still making because it's literally like one of I the mean, most compelling stories yeah. to be told. And I like that casting. I think is really great. I feel like I remember thinking whoever they got for the other guy was good. Yeah, I don't remember who the other guy. Is. I don't either. I think I'm it was still, someone I didn't recognize. Visually, he's perfect. I I'm not like sold on him as like an actor. I would say. In the sense of like, yeah, I guess because I, I haven't really seen him in anything else. Like, yeah, I don't know if he has like the range. Yeah, because like John Romero could really be the dramatic role of the century in the right hands. <laughs> like, uh-huh. just like honestly, imagine a masterful actor just pr- portraying the uh-huh. like emotional whirlwind and delusion <laughs> of yeah. being John Romero. Like, yeah, there's a lot of character to be told. Yeah. Also, like, because he's just like. I mean, he's pretty like he's pretty like mellow in Stranger Things. Like, I mean, he's like a stoner yeah, character, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, like, but like, I feel like John Romero, yeah. you really want like an energetic, yeah. like guy. So, yeah, I'm not saying you can't do it. Yeah, it'll <laughs> I, really be I, a test. I'm rooting though. for him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just because I want to watch that show. And yeah, and. Uh, I really hope they cover up to Daikatana. Maybe that maybe they'll try oh, to make it like a multi-season God, show because yeah. like that is obviously the conclusion mm-hmm. of the story. Mm-hmm. Like that's just so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just it is such a movie. <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, what? Are- Truly, what are we playing next episode? Dude, are we or I think Mirowin is technically next. Well, okay, we need to, we need to have a discussion about this, <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely soon. Yeah. Um, what do we have left? I mean, Bioshock, possibly. You don't want to do it. Half Life, possibly. You don't want to do it. Portal, <laughs> you don't want to do it. Um, Correct. Yeah. Because <laughs> then, oh well, actually, the next episode would probably be uh, we got Daggerfall and Fallout. Okay, I was gonna ask if Daggerfall ever got released, but I because I'm not. I don't think I don't so. Know. I, De- I'd have to check. Devin, literally, if, <laughs> if we don't know, no one does. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure because I still have Fallout, so it makes sense. Fallout definitely we haven't released, but so it's gonna just from the viewer's perspective, it's most likely going to cut to one year ago, back on uh, uh-huh. distant calls. Yeah, when we talk about other games, and we have to do uh, Red Guard. Yeah, so that's we, what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, if we're still doing that. Because also, um, that's on Xbox Game Pass. So I could play it. Um, what, like streaming or like? No, it's just on there. That's insane. Okay, yeah. I mean, so whatever you should try. They somehow worked out whatever technical <laughs> issue it is. Or they or, didn't. Or they didn't, yeah. And they were like, no one's going to open this. <laughs> <laughs> just you open it, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, maybe it'll run terribly. I want to try it. It's, that'd be especially fun, yeah, actually, should, if it should, does that. Yeah, you should try it. No, we did not release some. Um, That's hilarious. Uh, D D Gray Follow. 
Yeah. So we yeah we have Dagger Fallout. We have many episodes to release. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. There's four <laughs> more episodes actually. Yeah. Of old stuff before we even get to more stuff yeah. after this. So, so I guess next will be Direfall. So uh. So wait, but are we, Devin? Before you hold your tongue, uh-huh. before yeah, Devin. If we do Daggerfall, that launches season uh, two point <laughs> four uh-huh. of the finally getting to the Todd stuff. Yep. Are you ready for that? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. Man. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I need just. Like, I've been like dreading it all season. <laughs> can we just like all two years? <laughs> can we just do an episode on like Team Fortress Two or something? Something just, just, just we, to procrastinate. I think we can't. We can't keep putting putting it off. Because uh. <laughs> listen. This is going to be uh, other stuff, maybe, <laughs> in there a little oh, bit. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it won't be all. Yeah, actually, you the, the next episode the might not be Todd at all. You'll you'll just have to watch and or, wait and find I out. I mean, it'll be Todd, but it might not be the, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> it might, yeah. Yeah. Um, the great Todd paradox. The, the parrot Todd. There's... There's nothing there, Tim. You should be embarrassed, honestly. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. I, I think next time we'll probably be uh, direful, but regardless, we'll be launching into yeah. uh, Todd World. Yeah. The world of Todd. Um, and uh, that's going to be 2023. <laughs> so, uh, Join us for that. And, Honestly, uh, at the very least, <laughs> 2023. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we will see you next time. Bye-bye.